final day of the 88th annual National Trail Conference Basketball Tournament here in Altamont. And this is the third place game, and it is between the Altamont Indians and the St. Elmore Brownstown Eagles. Welcome into my broadcast position here in the Crow's Nest here in Altamont. And I am Travis Sparks, and I fly it solo today, and I'll be bringing you all the action of Altamont Indians basketball and the third place game here at the ATC tournament here on the voice of Altamont Indian Athletics. 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM. Also streaming online fmradio.com and on the FM radio app as well. As Altamont is uh, trying to uh, shake off that crushing loss from uh, last night as uh, they uh, fell at the hands of uh, Dietrich. And that one was a 58 to a 54 a final score there yesterday evening as uh, we had to double and triple check. Those numbers in the fourth quarter, Altamont led a wire to wire. A great start, but Dietrich just kept hanging around and hanging around. Then in the fourth quarter, the Maroons turned in a fantastic effort there by Coach Bonoff and Lucas Westendorf and the crew from Dietrich. They only scored 29 points through three quarters, and then they scored 29 alone in the fourth quarter to come back and win. It was back and forth in the fourth quarter. As I calculated eight different lead changes and throwing a handful of ties there as well, all in the fourth quarter. So you couldn't have asked for a better fourth quarter in a high school basketball game, except if you're on the Altamont Indians side and you would have liked to have come out with the win. And so we'll see how they come out today as, you know, just kind of refocus. St. almost kind of already had a day to process their loss against St. Anthony in the semifinal, but Altamont is kind of a shock to the system. You expected to play on the championship later on tonight, but uh, you're here in the third place game and have to make the uh, best of it here today. And also uh, to note for the Altamont Indians, they'll be without the services of Dylan Elam as uh, last night he got banged up and he's just having a tough senior season dealing with injuries. He's dealing with an ankle injury again and he's uh, on crutches, not being able to put any weight on that same ankle that he injured earlier in the season, uh, but he is in a good uh, spirits as I saw him uh, earlier today. So uh, he's uh, on a crutch of not being able to put any weight on that ankle uh, there, but uh, he'll be having an MRI on Monday uh, the diagnosis uh, there. We'll see what happens in next week. But, uh, you know, guys like Cade Melville has stepped up in his absence and uh, has even slid into the starting five uh, there during his absence and even got the start last night. Uh, there as well as we've uh, gone along here into the season. So obviously a big piece that they're going to have to replace here for how long is a free is undetermined uh, currently uh, right now. But for St. Elmo Brownstown, they come in at an impressive 18 and four on the season as uh, their pass to get here to the third place game as it was a 73 62 victory over North Clay and uh, coach Dick and the Cardinals just home, took home the Consolation Championship, as they just defeated minutes ago, wins the two straws, 66-2049 there in the Consolation title. So congratulations there to Coach Zink and the North Clay Cardinals for bouncing back and proving that they are a five-seed here in the tournament. There, Maybe some people may have been surprised with the record that they had, but you know they play a tough schedule. And when we saw them play in Louisville, they – Obviously did not have 
their best effort of their on of that night. Alpha just blitzed them uh, there, but they take home the consolation title here today. And then on a Thursday, it was a 51-32 loss to St. Anthony for St. Elmo, as uh, just like in the previous matchup with St. Anthony, uh, St. Elmo has a three and one conference record coming into the tournament, and their only conference loss in the regular season was to St. Anthony, and that was all the way back in early December on December 8th, and had one bad quarter against the Bulldogs, and that's kind of the same scenario that ended up happening uh, there on Thursday. Was it was a neck and neck game? It was tied at 11 after one quarter. And then it was a, a rock fight uh, there from there on out. But St. Anthony, you can only keep down the number one team in 1A for so long as they got hot in the fourth quarter, and uh, they ended up blowing them out. But that game was a lot closer than the final score uh, would indicate. So, uh, like I mentioned, you know, St. Elmo's had a day to a process uh, that loss. So they were looking to pull off the upset there. And as the game went along there on Thursday, the longer they hung around, the more chances that they thought that they could pull off that upset, but unfortunately coming up a little bit short uh, there. So uh, they'll try to shift their focus to uh, taking uh, third place here today as uh, we have uh, Altamont and uh, St. Elmo. And later on tonight, of course, with that victory for Dietrich, they advance to take on uh, St. Anthony in the championship at a 7.30. A capacity crowd is expected here this evening, no matter who is in the championship game, it is always a packed house here on Saturday night. So definitely looking forward to that heavyweight matchup. Uh, St. Anthony already owns a victory earlier this season over the Maroons. And uh, it is the seventh straight title appearance for St. Anthony and eight out of the last nine years for them. And also it is the first appearance in the championship game for Dietrich since 2018. And they lost to St. Anthony that year. And that was the second of the Bulldogs' four straight championships on their run that they had. And Dietrich searching for their first conference tournament title since 2016. They went back-to-back that year as they won in the previous year and then took it in a 2016. Uh, there they defeated Altamont to do it. So uh, maybe that will uh, have some good juju uh, here for them. And Lucas Westendorf was just lights out on uh, last night. So I'll see if he can pull that kind of effort against St. Anthony uh, here later on tonight. But uh, it is the third-place game here going on right now. And this is the last game of the afternoon session until that championship game. They'll clear out the gym. And, uh, they'll get everything ready in preparation for this evening. Uh, but the two previous games here, like I mentioned, North Clay just won over Winston Sustraw 66 to 49 and it was in the seventh place game. It was another great game between South Central A and Accounted Herrick Beecher City. And South Central won it this time 45 to 42. They had an epic two overtime game not too long ago in Beecher City and almost a repeat of that performance uh, there for Coach Doring and Coach Thompson uh, battling it out there on the hardwood. But it was South Central coming away with a seventh place here in the tournament earlier to start off this session here in the last day of the NTC tournament, last day of the 88th annual NTC tournament. As it should be a good one. You know, these two teams haven't matched up yet. And uh, the other night was the first night I was able to see St. Elmo in a person. And 
they're pretty deep on their starting five. Really, four out of the five guys on any given night, you wouldn't be surprised if they would be out there in scoring. They're a very senior, uh, upperclassman heavy lineup. As you know, they have guys like Adam Atwood, who usually is one of the leading scorers. Also, Kate Shaw is up there as well. And the two Maxis, Josiah and Colin, uh, have the ability to uh, fill it up as well. So uh, we'll look out uh, for them. But uh, Atwood is definitely going to be a name that we'll call early in Austin uh, here for this Eagles squad. Uh, they will match up a little bit later on into the season. I believe they're going to match up their uh, first matchup will be on a February uh, 9th, I believe, uh, here in Altamont. So uh, that's the next regular season time. Yep, it will be a February 9th uh, there. So uh, interested to see, you know, a team that we haven't seen yet uh, this season. And obviously we'll have to see uh, what happens with the Indians without the services of uh, Dylan Elam uh, there. And wish all the best uh, for him and uh, the results on that MRI coming up on uh, Monday uh, there. But next man up for the Indians, and uh, that's what they're going to try to do, and uh, take the best of this and uh, make a, a third-place finish out of the uh, tournament. Update of four early and next week on our family of networks here on uh, Jack FM before Altamont Indians basketball. On Monday, the girls have a pivotal matchup against the Yoga on Monday, they're in Nioga. Those two Indian squads have had quite the battle over the last several years. And this is also an important game because it's for the regular season conference title. If Altman was able to pull it out and win that, they would win the conference outright after uh, falling uh, there to uh, St. Anthony in the uh, championship game. And then they fell on Tuesday night to Topless. So the girls will try to bounce back and uh, try to salvage a regular season a conference title after coming up short in the conference tournament uh, championship. And then on a Tuesday, we'll be the boys back in action right back here in Altamont, and it's going to be uh, orange galore as the Floral Wolves will come to town uh, here on a Tuesday. And then uh, the uh, boys will go back to Beecher City uh, there on a Friday. And I do have a, a special Saturday game uh, there as well as uh, they're going to be uh, playing a little uh, shootout action against uh, Lawrenceville in Albany, at Albany Central College uh, there next uh, Saturday. So uh, then the, don't want to look too far ahead, but then the big NTC-CIC shootout coming up in a few weeks in Warrensburg against Tuscola, uh, the main event there at the NTC-CIC shootout. We have that schedule of the NTC-CIC shootout on our website, fbmradio.com, if you want to check it out uh, over there. And also, you know, the NTC tournaments, uh, the girls not too long ago wrap it up, and also uh, having uh, the boys wrap up here today. I mean, the postseason is not too uh, far away as well. So uh, always a great time of year here in Alpine. All right, uh, so the third-place game is minutes away uh, from getting underway, and so we'll step away uh, for the National Anthem. And brought to you by Tingley Insurance Agency. And we'll be back for the tip-off of the third-place game between St. Elmo and Altamont here in just a few minutes. You're listening to the ATC Tournament here on Jack FM.
You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to the third place game of the 88th Annual National Trail Conference Basketball Tournament. And it's between St. Elmo and Altamont. Let's get you the uh, starting lineups. The first for the busy team on the scoreboard here to this afternoon. That's the Altamont Indians wearing their road black uniform here at home. Wearing number two today is Caden Davis getting the uh, start. He's a side to senior. Number 14, Eli Miller. He's a six-foot senior. Number 22, Caden Melville is a six-two sophomore. Number 24, Aiden McManway is a six-three uh, senior. And the number 42, Caden Miller is a six-five senior. So, again, it's Davis, Eli Miller, Millville, McManaway, and Akita Miller, the five for Coach Nieberge, and assisted by Coach Trent Cool and Brian Suko as well for the home team, St. Elmo, in their home white uniforms with blue uh, numbers here. It's number 14, Josiah Maxey, the 5'9 senior. Number 20, Colin Maxey, he's a 6'2 senior. Number 24, Kate Schaub, he's a 6'2 senior. Number 25, Brody Mason is a 5'10 senior. And number 32, another senior, Adam Atwood, is a 6'2 senior as well. So again, it's Josiah, Colin, Maxi, and Cade Schaub, Mason, and Atwood in the 5-4 State Elmo, coached by uh, Craig, Greg Fiesel, assisted by Ryan Becky and Nick Reeder as well. Always a fan of that powder blue, a color that St. Elmo uh, has. So, it looks like it'll be uh, Schaub going up against Caden Miller at center circle for the tip-off of this third place game here in the NTC Tournament. And we're also keeping another eye out over on our sister station on 98.9 The Game. Illinois and Indiana do a battle as well. A couple of rivals there and a couple of rivals here. So it'll be Altamont winning the tip-off. They'll be going right to left on your radio dial here to start this third-place game in the ATC tournament. It's a Millville here holding it up top. Now gives it to the free-throw line to Kata Miller. Off to McManaway. He dribbles around and gives it off to Millville. Millville drives strong to the hole. No, but Kaden's with the follow. His shot's short. He gets no miss back, and it's back up and in for Caden Miller. First two goes to Altamont. And Caden. So we St. Elmo going left to right on your radio dial here to start this game. It's Atwood, the boy guard, uh, running a point. Things there go down low to a Mason, and it's tipped out, and it goes off of St. Elmo. And so it'll be Altamont basketball. As again, there, Caden Miller bringing the energy and fired up there. After saving that and throwing it off of an eagle. So, Altamont will take over. And it'll be Millville handing things off to McManaway. Backdoor cut to Davis. Floater on the baseline. It rolls off the rim. And rebounded by Atwood. And Atwood is going to be a foul as he was bringing the ball up the floor. That's going to go against Altamont. That's going to go against McManaway. He was in foul trouble last night. And he picks up that first one and the first one of the, of the game for the Indians as well. So Atwood will take it out on the baseline. Right in front of the Altamont cheerleaders. Gets it in to Josiah Maxey. And Josiah dribbles here on the arc. He was trying to hand off to Atwood, and they finally get it to him after it was denied initially. Now Atwood will dribble things around and gives things off to Colin Maxey. They dump it down low to Mason. Puts up the fadeaway shot off the glass. And in for Mason, and we're tied here at two. So to Vanaway here on left side. It's off to a Millville. Millville has a hill drive and kick it off to McManaway. 
He'll dribble inside the arc, trying to spin in the paint and lost it. And into the hands of Josiah Maxey. He dumps it off late to Mason, and there's going to be a foul. A foul on Altamont. And that's going to go against Davis. His first, team second for the Indians. And there's also going to be a, a shooting foul as well. I noticed that official putting the his uh, signaling that it was a two-point shot, and they're going to send a Mason to the line for two, and he made the first one. So maybe it was an additional foul there, I guess they were calling. And a Mason hits them both, and now St. Elmo leads four to two. And we have McMahon away. And gives it over to Davis. Davis down low with 2K to Miller. He looks to pass out to Millville. And Millville kicks it off to Eli here on the wing. And he goes by Colin Maxey. And he just lost it. Another turnover for Altamont. And it's Josiah Maxey weaving his way through traffic. Gives it off to Colin Maxey. And now Colin will dribble here on the arc. Goes inside. Dishes off to Mason in the corner for three. Short. And it's going to be tipped out. And Kata Miller slides here in the backcourt. But they no more recovers. And it's going to be a, a jumper off by Schaub. And rebounded by Eli. Outlet pass to Kata Miller up here on the other side. He's double teamed. Throws up the shot. He falls down. No foul as well. And rebounded by Atwood. And so Atwood will dribble it out here on the Altamont logo at center court. And we got 5.15 to go. Atwood crosses over his defender, and it's Mason in the corner for three. It's no good, and rebounded by Millville. Millville gets it across the timeline. He backs down and throws up the floater too strong, and it's going to be tipped into the hands of Josiah Maxey. He goes up to Atwood. Layup is off. No good, but the follow is good for Schwab. He's right there. It's 6-2 to two, St. Elmo. The other way, Keita Miller's all alone, puts it up. Count the basket. No, they're going to stay waving off. Wow. So they're going to say no shot as that looks awfully worse than the Davis foul earlier that they called an intentional one on. Uh, they're going to call it on the floor. So no shot for Keita Miller. Wow. So it'll be Mason's first foul and the first foul on St. Elmo. And Altamont, not happy with that. You don't blame him. Either way, they inbound it here. And Millville will have it at the top of the key. Here on the right side now. Millville in a little trouble. Gets off to Davis. He'll swing it around to McManaway. McManaway will drive. Thought about that backdoor cut, but instead holds on to the basketball. Out to a Davis here at the volleyball line. And he gets over to McManaway here at the top of the key. McManaway will pick up a screen there by Eli. He gets it back to Eli. Colin Maxey falls down, but he hops right back up. Eli holds it just inside the arc as he was cut off there on the dribble. Gives it up top to Kata Miller up here. And now they'll work it around to Millville. Millville picking up a screen from Kaden. And now Millville goes driving, and there's going to be a foul. And it's going to be a, a shooting foul. So, Cade Millville will go to the line and shoot two here. Got him on top of the head that time for St. Elmo. And it's going to go on a Schaub, his first, team second. 
Millville at the charity stripe for two. Free throw is good from Millville. So it's a six to three, a deficit four out bomb. And so Millville at the line for a second attempt. It's also good. Two for two with a stripe for Millville, and it's six to four, St. Elmo. Four minutes to go in the opening quarter. Atwood crosses over, and now a spin move. Kicks it off in the corner, and a shot for three. It's good. Great job. It's fifth point. It's nine to four, St. Elmo. Eli drives strong to the hole. No, Katie can't follow his shot either. And it's going to be tipped around and won by Josiah Maxey. Up to Mason. Gets one guy up in the air. Left to lay up a little short. Rebounded by Colin Maxey, and he lost it on the way up. And rebounded by McManaway, and they're going to get a foul on St. Elmo. Reaching in, trying to stop the fast break. So it'll be in for St. Elmo. Will Wilhauer checks in, and Shaw will take a seat. 3.32 to go here in the opening quarter. It's 9-4 to St. Elmo. And Millville will be the one taking it across the timeline. 3.20 to go on the first quarter clock. Miscommunication there and another turnover for Altamont. Third one here in the opening quarter. Josiah Maxey dumps off to Colin Maxey. He's down low, and he can't keep his pivot foot. Or they're actually going to call a foul on Caden Miller. And so Caden... Caden Miller is going to get hit with that foul. His first, team third. And Alec Yarhouse will check in for the first time this afternoon from Millville. And now Atwood will inbound just below his basket. Gets it in to Josiah Maxey. Maxey almost threw it away there, but Mason crowds it. He goes strong to the hole. Off the glass and in. Two more points for Mason. He's got six here in the opening quarter. It's 11 for St. Elmo. Eli chased down from behind, but gets off in the corner of the yard house to McManaway. He'll dribble and kick it out to Davis. It was blocked. Blocked by Wilhauer. And now St. Elmo the other way. A transition. Colin Maxey just throws it up and gets the circus shot to go. And it's 13 to 4 at St. Elmo. And Coach Newbery wants a timeout. And so we'll take a timeout as well. Altamont trails here 13 to 4 to start off the third place game in the NCC tournament. We'll be back in 30. You're listening to Altamont and basketball here on Jack FM. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement. And you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to the third place game of the NTC Tournament as Stainemo off to a great start here. 13-4, they lead here in the early going with 2.42 to go in the game. And let's see where you had to call that timeout to try to stop some of the momentum. I know it doesn't like to take those timeouts there and like the guys to play through it, but... At this point, pretty much had to there. and Also wanted to travel on that last one by Colin Maxey, but it'll be down low to Akita Miller out to McManaway. 
swing things over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse now back to McManaway. McManaway will direct traffic here. He's at the top of the circle. Now over to Yarhouse here on the right side. Yarhouse dumps it down low for Kaden Miller. Almost got away from him, but swing things around. Eli for three. It's off. No good. But the rebound goes to McManaway after getting loose for a second. And McManaway can't finish, but he is fouled. So McManaway will go to the line for two. So uh, Colin Maxey will get hit with that foul. His first, team fourth, on St. Elmo. And so it's McManaway. Free throw is around and good. It's a little bit of a scoring drought there for Osmond. The trail 13-5. Davis will take a seat. And I could tell who came in there. And it's going to be a free throw off. No good. And Millville comes back into the game. Not too old. And it's a three-pointer by Will Howers off. No good. And the rebound is underneath there by St. Elmo. So they'll reset. Colin Maxey here on the right wing. Goes back to Coach Beasel and gets the play and back to back out. Here comes the double team and they get it over there. Here's Josiah Maxey. Now back to Colin. Colin holds the ball. Here comes the double team over to Josiah Maxey. And now they get over to Atwood. He'll drive. Puts up the shot. Layup is good for Atwood. Strong drive to the hole. Ten-point lead for St. Elmo. 15-5. McManaway with it up top of four. Miller now. Yarhouse for a three. And good. Deep three for Alex. And it's 15-8. Coming up on a minute. As it's Josiah Maxey too strong in the layup. Rebounded by Caden Miller. And now Yarhouse fakes the three. Drives inside. Puts up the floater. Had it blocked. I think that was Maxey or Atwood who got his hand on it. Will Howard strong to the hole. He traveled. Took too many steps. So, St. Omo. All money down them for their second turnover there. Let's turn things back over to Alphamont. Ben Radel checks in for the Indians, and Eli Miller will take a seat. It's 15-8. We got 50 seconds to go here in the opening quarter. And we'll see what Alphamont can do. And uh, Millville is going to be fouled there by Josiah Maxey, I believe. And that's five on St. Elmo. Yep, it is. Josiah's first foul and the fifth foul on St. Elmo, so Millville... Well, going back to the line, his second trip this afternoon. It looks like Josiah Maxey will take a seat, and Mason will come back in. Both Millville, with two, and first straight there is good. And it's 15 to nine. And so Millville trying to cut this deficit in half. It was just double digits a minute ago. And Millville, the second free throw is up and good. Two for two there, and he's four for four at the line here in this first quarter. Cuts the deficit to just five now, 15 to 10. 40 seconds to go here in the opening quarter. Atwood will bring it up. Picked up by McManaway. Shadowed all the way up the floor. Atwood has faced to his right. Now back to back out. Trying to size up McManaway. And now crosses over. And Atwood hops up in the lane, puts it up, and there's going to be a offensive foul. Offensive foul on Atwood. 
That is the first foul. And the St. Elmo's already over the limit, but that was an offensive foul, so no free throw. So, it looks like St. Elmo made a sub there, and Colin Maxey came back in. And so it's Millville bringing it up with 13 seconds left as soon as he crossed half court. He got out to Radel up top. Radel with eight. He falls down and he traveled. Yep, he traveled with it. And so that'll be the Altamont's fourth turnover here in the opening quarter. And they don't have it with seven seconds left. Neem Plum will check in, back in for St. Elmo. So, Colin Maxey will get it in to Josiah. He'll let it bounce a little bit. He finally picks it up. Six seconds left. Now, Josiah passes back out to Colin. Two seconds left. Puts it up. That's Plum, and he gets it stuck on the rim. Odd way to end the first quarter there. That takes skill to get it stuck like that, but Caden will get it off of there. So, after eight minutes of play, it is State Elmo 15, Altamont 10 here in the third place game of the ATC tournament. We'll be back in a minute. You're listening to the ATC tournament here on the Jack FM. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Make cleanup easy with a new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back to the second quarter start of it here in the third place game of the NTC tournament. And I'm going to lead them by five here, but Altamont blows it out strong as they trailed by double digits at one point. That's a deficit in half. Kane Davis comes back in on the quarter break for the Indians. As they find Mason in the corner for three, it's off no good. And a battle for the rebound, it goes to Schaub. So an extra opportunity coming for St. Elmo. Josiah Maxey here up top. And they'll get over to Atwood here on our left side. And now Atwood over to Colin Maxey. Colin and a little bit of a lazy pass. They go in the corner for three. It's no good. There by Schaub, but Colin Maxey. Is there for the follow. That one's good on the layup. So Colin Maxey gets his second point. Or second basket, excuse me. It's 17 to 10. And Millville had a foot on the line, so a long two-pointer. And it's off no good and rebounded by St. Elmo. So it'll be Colin Maxey here on the left side. And, uh... Colin will now back it back out. And he is guarded by Caden uh, Miller on the switch. 
Alley over to Mason. Mason now to call it Maxie. He'll fire a three-pointer. Good. Just like that. Leads back to 10 for St. Elmo. 20 to 10. Millville here on the right side. Over to McManaway. McManaway now hands off to Eli. Eli dribbles here onto the perimeter. Hand off to Millville. And a Millville. All for a screen and gets it. And Millville's going to take a three-pointer. Good. Three-pointer for Millville. His first made field goal. All of his other points came in the line. It's 20 to 13. And uh, so they'll go Josiah Maxey. Back out to Mason. And he gets it back and he throws it away. Turnover there for St. Elmo. And it's Millville here on the left side. Over to McManaway. He'll pick up a screen from Kata Miller. And uh, McManaway crosses over, drives inside, puts up the runner. Good for McManaway. His first made field goal. And it's 20 to 15. Oh, it's Josiah Maxey bringing it across the timeline. He's over there to Mason. Mason gets it at the free throw line to Schaub. He spins around trying to back down Eli. Back out to Colin Maxey for three. Made another one. Second three in the quarter for Colin Maxey. He got 10 points now. 23 to 15. St. Elmo. McManaway here. Nearly picked off, but Millville spins around on the baseline. And underneath the basket up it in. For Millville. So it's 23 to 17. Millville's got nine. Good start for him. 4.45 to go here in the first half. Gatwood up top. And he gives off to a Mason. That's Schaub. And a Schaub will hold it, and he'll drive now and go all the way to the rim. And there's going to be a foul before that. They're going to say it was on Elfbond on the drive. So, that's on Caden Miller, his second team first of the quarter. So he'll sub out, and Ben Rado will come in for the Indians. So Atwood will be the one taking it out just in front of the Alpha cheerleaders. Gets it in to uh, Josiah Maxey. Back it back out here at the volleyball line. Maxey uh, will now drive and kick it off to Colin. Colin Maxey will have it here at the volleyball line. And he'll hand off back to uh, Josiah. Josiah will spin around in the paint, and it's a travel. Travel on a St. Elmo, their fourth turnover in the game. And it'll be Indians basketball. Also into the game for St. Elmo, Will Howard comes back into the game. Coming up on four minutes to go here in the opening half. Altamont with the ball, but they're down on the scoreboard. 23-17. As Millville. We'll drive inside, nearly lost it, gives off to Radle underneath the basket, and it's stolen away by Schaub, and nearly thrown away by San Elmo, but Colin Maxey gets the dribble back. Colin goes strong to the middle, and now jumper in the lane, it's no good, but he's hit on the arm, so Colin Maxey will go to the line. Shoot, shoot, shoot two. Eight points in this quarter alone. Or Colin Maxey can make it 10 with these free throws. 
Eli will pick up his first foul. Team second in the quarter. So Colin Maxey will be at the line for the first time this afternoon, and it's back iron too strong. So, score remains, 23-17. And so it'll be a Maxey's second free throw. It's also no good. So over two, that trip for Colin Maxey, rebounded by McManaway. McManaway will get it off to Davis. Now Davis will get over to Eli. And Eli Miller will swing it over to Radel here at the volleyball line. Radel trying to do something with it. Now they'll work it around to McManaway. And now to Millville. Millville out to Eli Miller here. And Eli waiting for something to happen. And it'll be Eli driving and was cut off. Backdoor cut to Millville. He's too far underneath the basket. Just has to throw it off Lilhauer, and it goes out. So stay right here with the Indians. Two is deep underneath the basket. Basically, that's all that Millville could do there. So it'll be Eli Miller underneath the basket. Gets it in at two. Radle swing things up top to Davis. Now over to McManaway. Under three to go here. Still St. Elmo leads, 23-17. And now McManaway up top. Free throw line jumper is off and rebounded by Eli Miller is going to get it. And the jumper is good for Eli. And so Eli's first two points of the day. And it's 23-19, at least four. And Maxi goes strong to the hole. Too strong on the layup. Rebounded by Eli Miller. Eli brings it up and goes coast-to-coast. Layup was off and rebounded by Radle, though, and had it taken away on the way up and still battle for the ball. And they're going to say it was off of Eli Miller. As it was Eli and Shaw battling for the ball there. And actually, they're going to call a foul on Miller. Wow. So Eli's going to pick up his second foul, team third of the quarter. Two guys battling for the ball, but Eli gets hit with a foul there, and Bill Howard would take a seat, and Mason will come back in. Coming up on a 2-10 to go here in the first half. Josiah Maxey getting across the timeline. Josiah Maxey, midrange jumper good. Josiah's first two points of the day. It's 25-19, St. Elmo. Under two to go in the first half. Millville has it inside the arc now. Looking for someone to pass to. Finds Radle. Radle now to McManaway. McManaway here on the perimeter. He'll go inside with cutoff by Colin Maxey. Out to Millville. Millville drives, and he picked up his dribble here at the free throw line in a little bit of trouble. And uh, he gets it. Some relief to McManaway. And so McManaway... We'll get it, and he goes to the hole. No, and Radel with the follow. His layup was too strong. Couple opportunities there missed for Altamont. And finally rebounded by Colin Maxey for St. Elmo. Atwood will slowly walk it across half court. A minute 10 to go in the first half. As Atwood drives to the hole, kicks it off in the corner to shot for three. It's off no good. Rebounded by Millville. 
And McMahon away under a minute to go. Strong to the hole. Count the basket. And the foul. Took a bounce off the rim. On a nice tied home roll for McManaway, and he'll go to wide for the old-fashioned three-point play. And that's going to be the second on Colin Maxey and the third on St. Elmo. So, McManaway can take it a one-possession game here with his free throw. McManaway's free throw, in and out, no good, but Radel's there for the offensive rebound. It's off the model of an extra possession. Over to your house, three. Off, but Millville there. Double basket in the foul for Millville. And now the Alcimon Indians have life. Now they finally are playing with some enthusiasm here. Davis and it was McManoy over there to fire up Millville. So he'll go to the line for the old-fashioned three-point play now. And Colin Maxey will pick up his third foul. So big one there for St. Elmo, and he'll have to take a seat. Melvin misses the free throw, and McManaway is there for the board, and tries for the shot, left it a little bit short, finally rebounded by St. Elmo, and there's going to be a foul the other way. And so, what a turn of events here for Altamont. At the free throw line, getting some and ones and some rebounds off those missed free throws, as now all of a sudden got Altamont down only by two. Atwood, he gets it in to Josiah Maxey. About 35 seconds in the first half left. Now Wilhauer gets it back to uh, Josiah with 30 seconds. He holds on to the ball. Maybe Coach Fees will tell him the Eagles to hold for the final shot just to get out of here. They're holding on for dear life to close out this first half. As it's Josiah with it with 15 seconds left. And now Josiah still dribbling here. Now getting over to Wilhauer left side. Ten seconds left. Wilhauer goes around Millville. Now they find Josiah Maxey drives all the way to the hole. No. And the rebound is by Millville. One second left. And the heave hits the top of the gym. Hits the, the rafters here. So that'll do it for the first half. So nice run to close out the half for Altamont. Again, they were down by double digits by ten at one point. And now they only trail by two. So it is 25-23 St. Elmo here in the third place game of the 88th Annual National Trail Conference Basketball Tournament. So at the half, I'll calculate some first half statistics as well as I'll get some scores from around the area. I'll check in on that Illini-Indiana game over on 98 on the game. And I'll tell you about uh, next week and the championship game tonight as well. Here in the third place game, it's St. Elmo leading over Altamont at half, 25-23. And we'll be right back. You're listening to the 88th Annual National Trail Conference Tournament here on Jack FM. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. 
Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School, the 88th Annual National Trail Conference Tournament here in the third place game here in Altamont as St. Elmo as the lead a 25 a 20 a 3 but like i mentioned nice run of there for altamon to a close out of the first half as a couple of different stretches there in the first 16 minutes altamon trailed by 10 points twice they've never trailed more than that but they've trailed 10 points two different times but now they eventually cut it to five and now they've cut it down to a four they got a couple of and ones there by uh, Millville and McManaway, but no, they didn't uh, convert the and ones. But they got the rebounds and they got those opportunities there. They could have even had the game tied uh, there if uh, not for a, a missed close shot uh, there. So I think after all in all, there in that first half, you'll take it. Only being down two here against uh, quality uh, St. Elmo. 
uh, ball club uh, here in the uh, third place game uh, here of the ATC uh, tournament. And uh, so we'll get some uh, statistics here as the uh, first four uh, St. Elmo's are leading on the scoreboard. It's, they're led by Colin Maxey. He has 10 points, uh, but he had to sit down there in the second quarter, kind of late to midway through there as he got hit with a third foul. And uh, so they had to sit him there. He's leading the way currently. Brody Mason had six points. All of those came in, in the opening quarter. We also have five from Kate Shaw. And we have two from Josiah Maxey as well as two from Atwood uh, there. As uh, St. Elmo had quarters of 15 and 10 for their 25. And I have uh, Altamont, Cade Millville leading the way for them. They have a, He has 11. McManaway has a five. Alec Yarhouse has a three, and Eli Miller with two, and so is Kata Miller with two points as well there in the opening uh, half of play. Altamont had quarters of 10 and 13 for their 23 here. And uh, some uh, team statistics, I have uh, St. Elmo 10 for 20 from the field and a three for eight from beyond the arc, and two for four from free throws. For Altamont as a team, I have them down for 8 for 19, but 3 for uh, 4 from beyond the arc, and 5 for 8 from the free throw line here at halftime. And the last time I saw uh, halftime there in Champaign over on 98.9, the game, our sister station there, it's Illinois and Indiana matching up at the State Farm Center. And it was uh, Illinois leading at halftime, and now they have the only one-point edge early in the second half. And uh, also, wanted to remind you that uh, tomorrow we got coverage of the AFC-NFC championship game on a 98 on the game as well. First up is the Kansas City Chiefs against the Baltimore Ravens. Kickoff is at 2 o'clock in Baltimore. The coverage will begin at 1 o'clock over on a 98 on the game for the AFC championship. And then the nightcap, the Cinderella story. Are they America's team? Might as well be the Detroit Lions taking on the number one seed of San Francisco 49ers in the NFC championship. And then in a two week, it'll be the Super Bowl in Las Vegas this year. Who will be there? We'll find out tomorrow. And you can listen in on our coverage of the championship game over on 989 the game. Here at halftime in the third place game, it's 25-23 St. Elmo. Earlier on this afternoon, or this morning, I guess you'd say, because uh, we're already already in afternoon. Uh, seventh place game went to a South Central. They won 45-42 over Cowden Herrick Beecher City. So Coach Doring and the Cougars picking up seventh place. Didn't go two overtimes this time around after they had that uh, classic a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Constellation Championship with the North Play. They won 66-49 to over with those two straws uh, there. And uh, later on tonight, of course, the main event, everybody will get cleared out of here, and uh, they'll get prepped after this game for the championship. And uh, 7-30 tonight, St. Anthony and Dietrich going to be uh, squaring off. St. Anthony, seventh straight championship appearance, but they're looking for their first, Conference tournament titles since 2020. 
Dietrich looking for their first conference tournament title since 2016. Uh, there, these two teams did match up in 2018, but St. Anthony winning the second of four straight that year. So, main event tonight, number one team in all of 1A against uh, Dietrich, and that should be a heck of a game, and I know it will be a packed house here tonight. I know St. Anthony has already sold out of their allotted tickets uh, there. I know the whole town of Dietrich will be coming here as well. Packed house last night, and I expect nothing less tonight and a big shout out here to everyone here at Altamont for putting on the tournament again another successful tournament it runs pretty smoothly and uh, shout out to the parking attendants that'll be uh, taking care of you tonight as well and the ticket teachers as well uh, here tonight Uh, definitely a group and a community effort as well start of the second half it'll be McManaway with a three left it a little short and rebounded by Millville, and he continues right where he left off in the first half, and we're tied at 25. So, St. Elmo will start off with it going right to left on your radio dial, and Atwood goes strong to the hole and missed it, and rebounded by Caden Miller. Eli for three, in and out, no good. And then rebounded by Colin Maxey. Maxey goes all the way to the hole, no good, and it's rebounded by Millville. And Millville brings in transition, gets off to Davis for three. It's short, but it's tracked down by Caden Miller. So, another opportunity for Altamont here. Eli drives strong to the hole. Awkward shot. It's off no good. And rebounded by St. Elmo. So, to be the five out there for St. Elmo. It's Mason, Schaub, Colin Maxey, Atwood, and Josiah Maxey who has the ball now. He gives off to a Colin Maxey here. And there's going to be a, a foul on Altamont. And they're going to get away from the ball, I believe. And that's who they were pointing for. So, he's going to go against Eli Miller. His uh, third team first of the, of the quarter. Atwood will to get it in and gets it into Josiah Maxey. Goes up and under. Layup is off and rebounded by Caden Miller. So, Altamont will take over here. Tied at 25. Millville thought about a three but thinks better of it. High post for Caden Miller. Goes to McManaway who is streaking to the hole. Good. McManaway with his seventh point. And Altamont takes their first lead of the game. And it's thrown away by State Elmo. They lost it. On the inbound. Just never had the handle of it, and they fumbled it out of bounds. They almost did an excellent job there in the first half, only committing four turnovers. Altamont cleaned it up in the second, only with five. But uh, an important one there for the Eagles. And it's going to be a, a timeout, I believe, uh, by Coach Beasel. And uh, Coach Beasel takes a timeout. We'll take a timeout as well. Altamont with the lead now, and it's the third place game in the NTC tournament here on Jack FS. 
Get the laundry pair that you can use to conquer pet hair like a pro with the Maytag Pet Pro system. The built-in Pet Pro filter in the washer visibly removes pet hair on any cycle while the extra-large lint trap in the dryer traps and removes additional pet hair. Visit Rogers Home Appliances today to see how the Maytag Pet Pro system works. Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Davis inbounding, and they're on to the baseline. Gets it in quickly to Millville in the corner. It was off the front of the rim. Trying to rebound it up by Josiah Maxey. So Altamont trying to catch the Eagles sleeping a little bit quickly on that inbound. But to no avail. Altamont does have the lead. It's the first lead they had in this game. Well, actually, no, since early in the first quarter. It's blocked by McManaway. And Dowood was trying to shoot it. And Millville gets it across the timeline and gets it over to McManaway. Now McManaway has it up top. And he'll dribble inside and had it almost knocked loose. But they're going to say that McManaway just lost it. And so it'll be out of bounds to St. Elmo. And I have that, the sixth turnover for Altamont with the first one in the second half. And it looks like uh, Lowell Wilhauer will check in for St. Elmo, and Mason will have a seat on the bench. So it's Josiah Maxey getting it across the timeline. He'll hand off to Wilhauer. Wilhauer goes to Atwood as McManaway stumbled and fell. Layup was short by Atwood, and it's going to be off of St. Elmo, so it'll be Indians basketball. McManaway lost his footing there, and that allowed Atwood to get some free space, which missed the layup. So, Indians will take over. They still hold the two-point lead. Millville will bring it up. He's smothered there by the Eagles. Down low to Kata Miller. Lefty layup. Good. For Kata Miller, only his second basket today. And it's 29-25. Strong to the drive. Shaw counts the basket and the foul. And so Shaw will go to the line for the end one opportunity. And Yarhouse will pick that one up as he checked in on the quarter break or on the uh, timeout. So Shaw will be at the line for the end one. And a shot, free throw is good. Three-point play for Shaw and St. Elmo, only down by one now. 4.45 to go here in the third quarter. Emanuel drives, cut off in the corner, Davis for three. Front of the rim, no, and it bounces over the backboard. And so it'll be out of bounds. And out of bounds to St. Elmo. And so it'll be uh, the uh, Eagles. On the inbound, as Coach Schneeberge was on an explanation there of why that was out of bounds, but it did go over the backboard, but uh, he's wondering why that was uh, stopped there. They're saying that it hit uh, the part of the basket there, so that's why they called it out. (laughs) So, Coach can't believe it, but... It'll be a St. Elmo basketball. And so, it'll be Eagles basketball. 
despite the lengthy debate. Josiah Maxey dribbles it off his foot, but goes right to Wilhauer. And the Eagles will have it. Colin Maxey, he'll drive, had it knocked loose, but it's into the hands of Josiah Maxey. Recovery for the Eagles. So they'll try to reset. And uh, coming up on four minutes to go here in the third. And Wilhauer tossed it back to Josiah Maxey, but he wasn't ready for it. Wasn't even looking, and so it'll be a turnover back to the Indians. And as I imagine, Coach Neiberg will say, a ball don't lie, as they say. So it'll be back to the Indians. So they hang on to a one-point lead. Millville gets it into the front court. Under four to go down the third. McMahon away here on the left side. Up top to Kaden Miller. Indians will work it around the arc to Davis. Now between the circles to McMahon away. And he'll direct traffic. And McManaway calling for a screen here. Goes the opposite way and uh, back to uh, Miller. That's Caden Miller. Now Millville in between the circles. He'll get a screen. He takes it. And Millville here on the right picked up his dribble. And it's going to be underneath the basket. Reverse layup by Caden Miller was off. And there's going to be a foul there on Caden Miller. A little frustration foul that time of missing the shot. It's going to be Kata Miller's third of foul and the third foul and outcome in the quarter. So, sub coming in for Kata Miller. Ben Radel will come back in. And so, Altman are leading by one. 29-28. 320 to go here in the third. Here in the third place game. Will Howard. He gets free, and it's blocked from behind. And they're going to say that Will Howard touched it as he was out of bounds. So nice block from behind by Millville there. Nice play defensively, and it'll be the Indians basketball. So, Altamont will take over. Our house will have it here on the left side. It gives it off to a Millville. Millville will drive, and he puts up the tough shot. Count it. Count the basket and the foul for Cade Millville. He's having a great Saturday afternoon here. He's got 15, and he's going to go to the line for the end one. Second foul on Brody Mason. Third team foul of St. Elmo on the quarter. Millville go to the line for the end one, and good. Five for six from the charity stretch today for Millville. He has 16 in the game. Altamont leads by four, 32 to 28. 250 to go in the third. Maxie, that's Colin Maxie with it here on the left wing. Now gives off to a Mason. Mason here at the free throw, or at the volleyball line. And Coach Fiesel wants a timeout. We'll take a timeout as well. Be back in 30. Altamont leads by four. Here in the third place game of the NTC tournament here on Jack of M. 
When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. My lead here, 32 to 28, 237 to go here in the third. And Coach Fiesel is out of 30-second timeouts now. And settling Eagles down a little bit as they've seen their lead evaporate here. In the last 20 minutes or so of actual time, now Will Howard will go down low. They lost Shaw, but he left a layup short, and it's off of Altamont. So it'll stay right here with St. Elmo. Alec Yarhouse also checked back into the game. And so it's Yarhouse, Millville, McManoway, Davis, and Radel out there for Altamont. Shaw off the inbound pass. Jumper is good in the paint for Shaw in the double figures. As it's doing Manaway the other way. And St. Omar trails by two here. Millville at the top of the key. Thought about a three, but thinks better of it. And it picks up his dribble now. Now over to McManaway. Manaway back to back out. Under two to go here in the third. Over to Davis. Helping things over to Millville. They take a three-pointer. It's good. And rhythm there for Millville. And he's got 19 in the game. Altamont leads by five. Minute 35 to go in the third. Atwood up top. He gets all free, and it's no good. Rebounded by Davis. Davis fires it over to our house. Back to McManaway. McManaway at the top of the key. It gives it off to a Millville. And a Millville. He'll dribble. And give it back to McManaway. And McManaway gets a screen there from Radel, and he had to take it away. Turnover for Altamont. And they throw it away the other way uh, for the Eagles. Turnover back to Altamont. Third turnover of the quarter for St. Elmo. A minute, two to go in the third. Millville will have to bring it up, but he's going to be pressured here in the backcourt. Needs some help. McManaway gets it across. Under a minute to go. Yarhouse in the corner. Three. Yarhouse, second three of the game. And now Altamont leads by eight. 38-30. It's 40 seconds left in the third. That gets the crowd up here for Altamont. 30 seconds left in the quarter. It is Mason over to Schaub. And it finds Josiah Maxey going to the hole. Short, or too long, and rebounded by Millville. Trying to throw it off Mason, but instead Willhauer finds his shot. It's no good. Rebounded by Davis with 15 seconds left. Davis gets it off to the trailer yard house. Nine seconds left. Millville in between the circles. Gets the screen from Radel. They try to pick and roll. Tough catch for Radel, and it goes off of St. Elmo, they say. 
So it stays right here with Altamont with 1.9. Altamont on the inbound here on the baseline. Tough catch there for Radel, but he got it down. Was able to get it off of St. Elmo. Maxie will sit down and call and Maxie will come back in. So Millville inbound underneath the basket on the right side. As Millville gets it in, lobs to Radel, and it's going to be no good. And uh, so that shot almost went in there for Atwood. He was almost three-quarter court away, but I don't know if it would have counted. It would have been impressive nonetheless, but Altamont has the lead now. 38-30 after three quarters. We'll be back in a minute. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jagavin. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to uh, the 88th Annual National Trail Conference Tournament. Third place game, Altamont with a 15-5 third quarter there. They now have the lead by eight to start this final quarter. And now Caden Miller checks in on the uh, quarter break. So does Eli Miller come back in. As Will Howard gets it up top to a Mason. Mason drives, and he goes all the way. Blocked from behind by McManaway. There's going to be a tie-up and a jump ball called. Possession arrow will favor Altamont. So will stay right here with the Indians. After Eli was down low, fighting with three Eagles there, trying to hold on to the ball. So... McManaway will walk it across half court, kind of being uh, followed closely there by Schaub all the way up. Gets the screen from Kata Miller. McManaway kicks it off in the corner. Eli for three. Three-pointer for Eli Miller. And it's 41-30, largest lead for Altamont. Trying to respond with a three is no good by Mason, and it's tracked down here in the corner to Eli. Up top to Yarhouse. Yarhouse. Here on the arc. Gives it off to uh, Millville. And now uh, Millville picks up a screen. And he goes in the lane. And backdoor cut to Yarhouse. Good. Backdoor layup. And it's the largest lead for Altamont. And Coach Fiesel wants a timeout. Altamont leads 43-30. And we'll be right back in uh, 30 seconds. You're listening to the ACC Tournament here on Jack Evans. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. 
don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. We're back to more Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Altamont with their biggest lead of the day, 13 points. What a turnaround from just 20 minutes ago as they now are in control here in the third place game. Took them a little bit, but the Indians have found their footing here. And at St. Elmo trying to act like what's going on. As Altamont has uh, clamped down defensively, holding the Eagles to only five points there in the third and turnaround here in the second half. This way, uh, the doctor ordered for Altamont and the complete opposite of what you want for St. Elmo. Definitely uh, two different sides here in the gym for sure. As Josiah Maxey will get a two call in Maxey. Here on the right wing, he'll go up against Millville, strong in the hole, and no good. But Maxey gets it back, and his jump shot is blocked, but there's going to be a foul. Foul on Kata Miller. So, Kata Miller is going to pick up foul number four, first one of the quarter for Alphamont. So, Josiah, or Colin Maxey, excuse me, will go to the line for two shots. Trying to get something going for St. Elmo. Still can't do it. Back iron. So he'll get another one. So it'll be a Radle checking in. And Kaden Miller will sit down with those four fouls. And he's going to get a technical foul. And he's going to be done. So as he was going to the bench, the official was right next to him. And he must have said something. And so he's going to get a technical foul. And so he's going to be done. And Caden was trying to say that he wasn't directing it towards the official. But instead, he's going to get teed up. And that's going to be Caden's fifth personal. And so it'll be... uh, Maxi shooting another free throw plus the two technicals, and they'll get a foul as well. And so, not sure what happened there. Coach Nieberg, defending his player there, and not too happy with the official that called that technical foul. So, Maxi missed the first of two free throws anyways, but he'll get another one. And the free throw is good, so he'll get two more coming on the technical free throws and you hate to see that as well being a kid's fifth foul as well so Macy uh, Maxie's just gonna or actually it's gonna be a Mason taking the technical free throws so he made the first one so it's Altamont with the 11 point lead make it 10 so Brody Mason makes two for two. And it's now 43 to 33. So, after all that, 
St. Elmo now trails by 10 points. A three-point swing there on the technical free throws. So here we go. We're back to playing some basketball here, guys. So it's Josiah, Josiah Maxey with it up top. He gives it over to Atwood. Atwood, jumper. It's off and rebound. Colin Maxey comes flying in there. Eagles reset. Atwood for three, and it's off. Rebounded by Millville. So Eli and Trey Zayshay, he'll take a step in three. It's no good, but Radel skies for the rebound. And they're going to be off of the Eagles. So it'll stay right here at Altamont. And Radel, you know, he's got some hops. And he just got to the ball there. And extra possession for Altamont. Six minutes to go here. Altamont leads by ten. McManoway drives, puts it up, it's off, no good, and tracked down by McManoway anyway, so he got his own miss back. Yarhouse here on the left side, a back to McManoway in the corner. Anyway, now we'll juggle here out of the arc and back it out closer, handoff to Millville. Millville gets a screen by Radel. Millville lost it, but McManoway's right there, and there's going to be a foul on St. Elmo. So, that's going to be Colin Maxey's fourth foul. So, one more he's done. Already had Caden Miller foul out with those five fouls after that technical. Picked up on that fifth foul. So, that's the first foul of the quarter for St. Elmo. To note, Eli Miller will go. And he had it taken away. But recovery by Randall. He puts it up. It's off no good. And rebounded by the Eagles. That's Chubb. And they're going to be a foul and Altamont reach it in. So now Eli joins the four foul party. That's the third on the Indians. Still a 10-point lead for Altamont, though. KD will check in, and he'll sub in for Yarhouse. Atwood will be inbounding in front of the St. Elmo bench. Height on the sidelines there. Josiah tried to throw it off Davis. And they're going to say it was out of bounds, but it is the right call as Altamont will take over here. And Altamont is ready to explode if that was against, or if that was against Altamont. And so now there's a timeout. So Coach Niebergi takes timeout. We'll take a timeout with him. Settle it down as Altamont leads by 10 here. We're back in a 30. You're listening to the NTC Tournament here on Jack Event. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home takes. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on Jack FM. 
10-point game, 43-33, a 5-17 remaining here in the third-place game of the 88 Daniel National Trail Conference Tournament. Tight one in Champaign as well, under eight to go. When I have a three-point lead over on 98-9 in the game, and I feel like the way the crowd is kind of riled up here, that the game's a lot closer than 10 points, but I guess it's what you get when you have Altamont and St. Elmo going at it. St. Elmo is a short trip away, so there are close proximity rivals. So it'll be the Indians taking over, and a, a reach-in foul will be assessed to Josiah Maxey going over the back trying for the steal on Millville. So that's going to be Josiah's second foul, team second on the Eagles' wall in the corner. And Eli will inbounds in front of the black chairs. And that's how Eli will get in to a Millville. And a Millville across the timeline. And he'll hand off to McManaway. And McManaway will dribble here at the volleyball line. And he'll dribble now and spin around. And he'll drive, tries to back down his man. Gets it back out to Millville. Millville will go inside. Nearly had it taken away, but he rips it. And it's going to be a jump ball. Held ball in the arrow favors St. Elmo. So Colin Maxey will come back in and Will Howard will take a seat. 4.40 to go in this one. Altamont still leads by 10. And Josiah will let the ball roll a little bit. Save a couple of seconds. And they have it here in the front court. That's Schaub. Job here up top over to Maxi. A little bit of a low pass, but Colin keeps the dribble. He's at the free throw line. It was cut off and picks up his dribble and nearly taken away from behind in a scramble for the ball. It's Josiah Maxi. Tough layup for him, and he gets it to go. And now it's an eight point game. Eli gets it across half court. Very closely there by Josiah. Now nearly knocked away from behind, but get it over to McManaway. McManaway right side. He'll go inside and now back it back out to Davis in the corner. And McManaway gets it back and they'll reset. McManaway drives, goes all the way, puts it up, layup short, but it's out to Davis for three. His three-pointer is out the front of the rim. Battle for the loose ball goes out to Eli. In the corner, Davis again for three. No good either. Off the front of the rim again. Couple missed opportunities there. And it's going to be a shot or Mason underneath. It's off, but it's going to be free throws upcoming for Brody Mason as he was fouled on the shot. It's going to be the foul on McManaway, his second, team fourth on Altamont. Free throws coming for Brady and Mason. The, uh, the uh, fifth and sixth free throws for him this afternoon. And uh, that's no good. It's first miss. Will Howard come in and Colin Maxey will take a seat. Yarhouse come in for Altamont. And Radel is the one taking a seat. 3.30 to go here in the game. Third place game here in the NTC tournament. 
And a Mason. Second free throw. It's also no good. So over two for a Mason. And it remains an eight-point game in favor of the Indians. McManaway has Mason all over him. And uh, McManaway drives and was cut off. Gets it back off to Millville. Millville will get it back to McManaway. Coming up on three minutes to go. McManaway close to the half-court line. McManaway will drive, and he hands off to Eli. Eli trying to get space, and the defender fell down, but unfortunately he couldn't dribble, so he just gives it off to McManaway. McManaway will back it back out here. Here comes the double team, and they'll get a foul. They wrap him up, and uh, that's going to be the... uh, only the fourth foul, or the third foul, excuse me, on both the team and also on Mason. And the plum checks back in for the Eagles as the shot will take a seat. So we might have some blood or something as the training staff will go over and check him out. Strong layup, and it's going to be fouled. Eli Miller was driving to the hole, and he was fouled. So Eli Miller will go to the free throw line for two. First trip this afternoon for Eli. Third foul on Josiah Maxey, fourth on the Eagles. Eli Miller with it. Free throw, a couple of bounces and falls down. Eli Miller has six in the game and leads back to nine, 44-35. Lama takes a seat, and Maxie, that's Colin Maxie coming back in. So basically just offense-defense substitution for uh, Colin Maxie. Don't want to take up his fifth foul. Eli's second free throw also bounces in. And Will Howard will take a seed, and Mason Lonzo will come back in. So it is back to 10-point lead for the Indians. 45-35, 240 to go in the game. And it's going to be taken away as Josiah was driving. And it's going to be a turnover there. Quickly up to Eli Miller, a layup good. So Eli showing up in the fourth quarter here, leads to 12. Colin Maxey had it, lost it. And McManoy has it, and there's a foul on St. Elmo. So, Al Smont will be in the bonus here, and McManoy will be walking the other way to shoot free throws. And so, already a 12-point lead, and a foul will be on Atwood, his second. Team fifth, putting Altamont into the bonus the rest of the way. McManaway going into the free throw line. Is the third a trip here. Early one for three from the line today. Manaway makes it. And we've got eight in the game, and Altamont leads 48-35. 13-point lead for the Indians. And McManaway's second free throw is off. 
and rebounded by Mason. 2.15 to go in the game. Deep three for Schaub. It's no good. And rebounded by Josiah Maxey. So St. Elmo reset. Three-pointer again by Josiah Maxey. Good. So Josiah's got seven in the lead back to ten. And uh, there's a timeout for Coach Beasley. Take a timeout as well. We'll be back in 30. You're listening to the ATC Tournament here on Jack of Vim. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. Back to the NTC tournament here this afternoon. Third place game. South Central already won the seventh place game and North Clay won the Constellation Championship. Championship game later on tonight between Dietrich and St. Anthony, but here in the third place game, it's Altamont. Ten point lead now over St. Elmo with 2.03 to go here in the game. Man away will inbound just right below the crow's nest here. Man away looks for someone to inbound and finds Eli Miller. And there's going to be a, a foul. On St. Elmo Brownstown. See a lot there, but Josiah Maxey will pick up his fourth foul, and Eli Miller will walk the other way to two free throws. Eli's got seven of his nine points here in the fourth quarter, and he'll look for more here with two more coming from the line. And we got the two-minute warning on the clock as well. Eli Miller's free throw is good. He's in double figures. Got 10. Ben Radel checks back in and Yarhouse. Take a seat. And playing quite a while without Caden uh, Miller with his. Picked up his fourth foul and then was assessed a technical as well. So he had five and he's been playing uh, without him for most of the second half. So, made the free throw for Eli. He goes two for two, and he's got 11 in the game. And it's 50 to 38. Under two to go, and now, and Josiah Maxey goes all the way to the rim. And there's going to be a foul. A foul on Altamont, and now St. Elmo will be in the bonus. So, that's going to be the third foul on McManaway. And uh, Josiah Maxey will go to the line, shoot two free throws. Here comes a pair coming for Josiah Maxey. Free throw up and good. Makes the first of two. Colwell Howard checks in and Colin Maxey will sit down off his defense sub. As the second foul shot is no good for Josiah Maxey and rebounded by Eli Miller. 
minute 52 to go. Eli gets it up over to McManaway. McManaway drives right side and thought about a short little shot, but instead gets it back out to Eli Miller up top. Eli now will drive inside, and he lost it on the way there, but they're going to stay off St. Elmo Brownstown. So it'll stay right here the Indians. So it'll be Eli Miller taking it out almost underneath the basket. Gets it in to a radle, and there's a foul. So St. Elmo hits radle, so radle will go to the free throw line. Searching for his first points of the game. It's going to be the third on a job. Radle for two. It's the first one. Will Howard takes his seat, and Colin Maxey comes back in. And Rado will go for his second free throw attempt. Second free throw is good. One for two for Rado, so he's in the scoring column. His first point, 51-39. It's Josiah Maxey underneath, up and in. So he's in the double figures. Leads down to 10 as well. Radel skies for that ball, and they're going to get a foul on Radel. Or they're going to get a foul. They fouled Radel, I should say. So, Shop will pick up foul number four, and Radel will go back to the line. He was just there. Minute 16 to go. Altamont trying to hold on here. Salvage a third-place finish here in the NCC tournament. And Rado missed his first free throw again. So Ben will get another. And Rado's second free throw. Bounces out. Did everything but fall. So for two for Rado. Deep three for Josiah Maxey, back iron, and there's going to be a collision, and a shot was no good by Maxey either. And another opportunity for Shaw, three-pointer was no good, and rebounded by Milva, taken away by the Eagles, and they're going to call a held ball. So held ball and a possession arrow favors Altamont. So after all those misses and Finally, Altamont will get possession on the arrow. And we got 57 seconds left in the game. How's it? It comes in for the Eagles. And also got another sub in there as well as Plum comes back in. Nearly a steal there, but knocked out of bounds. Last touch by Will Howard. He's right here with the Indians. So Manaway will be the one taking it out, and uh, Coach Seabury will call a timeout. Take a timeout as well. Altamont leads by 10, under a minute to go here in this one. And we'll be right back in 30 seconds here to the NTC tournament here on Jack of 
We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Back in to Altamont Community High School third place game here in the ATC tournament. It looks like we got the football play drawn up here. We got everybody on the baseline. Don't see this too often. See it in videos all the time, but Looks like we're going to have it here. Might as well try it up by 10. So Eli will be the one taking out, but all the Indians are currently on the baseline, and here we go. Streaking down the court, and there's going to be a foul on uh, the Eagles. They fouled Millville, so little anticlimactic there, running four verticals. You play Madden. And uh, Millville will go to the line and shoot two. Millville can get 20. I have to look back at the stats of the season, but I definitely would say that this is one of his better games all year. A career high for him for the sophomore. He's got 20 now on that main free throw. So that makes it a 52-41 game. Atwood picked up that foul, his third, and Altamont already in the bonus. So Clyde Millville's out the line. His second free throw is no good and rebounded by Atwood, so one for two there for Millville. He gets into the 20 column, so it's Josiah Matt or Colin Maxey. Layup is good. So he's got his 13 points, and now the lead's under double digits now. And there's a timeout there for Coach Feasel. So we'll take a timeout as well. Nine-point lead for Altamont, 43 seconds to go. We'll be back at 30. You're listening to the NTC Tournament on Jack FM. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Back here at Altamont Community High School. Third place game in the NTC tournament. Winding down here, we got 43.3 seconds left and Altamont will set up the football play once again here. Eli will be the one taking out. Here comes four verticals, and we got bodies all over the place. We got Yarhouse down, McManoway down, and two Eagles down as well. So I don't know who they're going to get a foul on and who's going to go to the free throw line. They're going to be an offensive foul on McManoway. <laughs> they're going to call pass interference on that one, basically. So it's going to be free throws coming for Brody Mason. 
his seventh and eighth free throws of the game. Mason, free throw. It's no good. So it's still a nine-point game. 43.3 left. Going down to the bitter end, playing hard. You wouldn't expect anything less than these two. And Mason goes one for two. And the lead's down to eight, 52-44. And we got Ryland Powell into the game. Ryan Powell, excuse me, for St. Elmo. Little offense defense up here. Eli looking to get it in, looking to get it in, and the clock was going. And they get into Millville and gets it back to Eli, and Eli's fouled. So a couple more free throws coming, extending the game. Fourth foul on Brody Mason. So Eli's pretty much lived at the free throw line here in the quarter, and he's done most of his damage here as well. He's got nine. They get ten. Actually, it was uh, they sent Millville to the line, so my mistake. So Millville made that free throw. I thought they 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 fouled Millville before he he got the pass off to Eli there. So that must have been what happened. So Millville made the free throw, and he's 21 now. 22 of four Millville. Two for two there, and leads back to 10 of 54 44. And it's going to be a jumper. It's no good. A by shot. Rebounded by Millville. And over to McManaway. 30 seconds left. Colin trying a foul here. Double teamed. And there's going to be. What's the call here? As there's going to be a timeout. Must be by Altamont. Saw McManaway in trouble there. Nearly stepped on the uh, half court line. But. As a timeout for our Coach Niebergi and the Indians will all stay right here with only 26.6 seconds left. So really it was a slow start for Altamont, but they finally got it going. And the game's kind of slowed down and slowly coming to an end here, but they're going to pull out a victory here and they're going to salvage third place here in this NCC tournament. Looking like they're going to build on that to uh, next week. A couple of games. A few games, actually. Three games on the schedule for the boys next week. And they get into two of Millville. And Millville will get it across the timeline. And he'll wait to see if somebody comes out there to guard him. And they do. And it's over to Eli. But St. Elmo back away. Call off the dogs. They'll do it. That does it. 54 to 44 is their final score. Altamont takes home third place here in the NCC tournament. As 54 to 44, your final score. As Altamont Indians, after back to back championships the last couple of years, will come away with third place this year into the 88 version of the NTC tournament. So, that will do it here for this one. And uh, they'll clear the gym, clean it up, and get ready for the big show tonight, the main event, St. Anthony and a Dietrich. Packed house anticipated for that one in the championship. It'll be a good one. And it was a 
good one here in the third place game, even though the final score will read a 10-point deficit. Uh, but Altamont with the win, 54-44, and we'll be back to wrap this one up. I'll tabulate the uh, statistics and catch up with Coach John Nieberge as well. So uh, we'll talk to him and wrap this one up here, and you're listening to the NTC Tournament on Jack Evans. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. The third place game of the National Trail Conference Basketball Tournament here. And it was Altamont coming away with the win there. 54-44 to the final score. As Inamo had the... 
be there in the first quarter and at the end of the half, but a strong second half by uh, the Indians there uh, was able to uh, preserve the uh, victory and uh, come away with a third place here in the in the TSC tournament. It was a great performance there in the uh, fourth quarter, basically in almost the entirety of the second half there without a Caden Miller there of uh, picking up his fourth foul and then assess that technical foul. Um, so uh, Altamont was able to uh, finish it off there at the end of the game. Uh, there, uh, It was a great game there for Cade uh, Millville. Uh, there as I have him down here for uh, 22 points on the afternoon and a new career high uh, for him. So, uh, you know, maybe he has an outside shot of getting to that uh, all-tournament team. Cade Miller also has a shot as well there from Altamont. Uh, but they ultimately uh, come away with the uh, win here in a strong second-half performance uh, by uh, the uh, Indians as um, the uh, uh, Eagles did have the uh, five-point lead there to open up the uh, first quarter. And we wondered what uh, the first quarter was going to look like with uh, both teams coming back after some heartbreaking losses uh, there. And I mentioned they don't know how to date a process there, but... Uh, basically, uh, less than uh, 18 hours ago, Altamont lost the heartbreaker there to Dietrich, and then coming back here in the third-place game uh, to uh, pick up uh, that win as I see Coach Nieberge making his way over here to the broadcast booth, and I'll get him on the headsets, and we'll get him untangled here and get him mic'd up here. And uh, Coach, congratulations there on uh, taking home uh, third place here. I know don't want to be necessarily playing here early right. in the afternoon in the NTC tournament, but... Uh, you got third place there. Yeah, we've uh, we've been here before. Um, sure. It's not the tournament. The tournament's tough. You can't only expect to be on the Saturday night championship game. So um, we had a nice little run. But, um, uh, you know, we, we went two and one in the tournament. That's kind of, you know, you don't want to go less than that, obviously. Um, and I don't, you know, I, I, I challenged them. I said, I've never been one and two before. So, and they knew it. And then they knew this was a big game coming in with the seed meetings and, because by the time we play St. Elmo Brownstown again, yeah, seeds are going to be out already. So it was an important game. Um, and the boys, pretty similar game to last night, really. Um, uh, except they got out early this time, but we were had a 10-point lead going into the fourth. And we're like, all right, seen this monster before. Let's see if we can learn from it. And the boys did a good job at executing that stretch. And they did. And I wondered what the game in the early going would look like. Uh, they're coming back here to the third-place game. And I said it was just so tough to come back after last night. Right devastating loss in St. Elmo. Uh, they had a data process uh, their loss, right. and uh, we didn't necessarily ha- have that, uh, so uh, they came out and jumped on us early there in the first quarter. Yeah, first quarter was a little rough. Um, you know, guy got a 13-5, I think, at one point. Yeah. Uh, I think I might have called timeout. We had to figure out some, uh, you know, you, you can't help off the corner. Uh, you can't push Atwood into, into, into penetration and kick out. He's, he's too good. Um, and we adjusted on that a little bit uh, and made made some of the other guys drive. And I thought Aiden McMahon we did a really nice job on, uh, on Atwood all game. Uh, held him to two is what we had him down for. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the, with Dylan injury, you know, we our roles kind of went back. It's not like it's something, not, nothing new. Right. Like we've had, we've dealt with this before. We kind of found out our roles. Um, so uh, the, uh, the, boys, the boys figured out, uh, you know, some uh, some some adjustments in the in the second half or for second quarter. 
Right, yeah, and then it really did start the comeback there in the second quarter. We found ourselves down by a 10 a couple of different times and I was able to get it back within five at halftime with those uh, and ones down here. Yeah, yeah. You know, that we would have liked to have made the free throws, but sure. got some uh, rebounds. And I was able to get it down to five at that point. Well, those are one of our, uh, you know, our strengths. That's out of the on basketball, offensive rebounding. And, and Caden was in foul trouble a little bit, but yeah. we I, there was a few possessions that we saw four guys like backpedaling on a shot, and that's not us. Like we got to go crash. Um, uh, so they they really adjusted there in the last two minutes of. Uh, First of the second quarter to, to get it to get it back respectable, so we, you know, wouldn't get keep it at double digits. All right, and then uh, strong uh, uh, defense in that uh, third quarter, holding them to just uh, five there, and able to uh, get up eight by the end of, of the third quarter and kind of take control of the game at that point. Yeah, I thought I thought the, our defensive uh, connectedness was was better. That's the word. Uh, they That's boys, okay, we can make yeah, they, the boys, the boys. We were connected, like, all right, drive, help, re-kick, re-close out. And I, we told them that in the beginning, everything's going to be precise today because they spread you out. And, um, you know, we're not necessarily getting all the easy baskets we have to, so we have to get stops. Um, so in the third quarter, you know, we really stretched the lead. We did some good things offensively, uh, penetrate, penetrating. Aiden McMahon, we did a good job um, uh, to get that lead. And then fourth where we held it, uh, did well. And made some uh, free throws right. there into the uh, fourth quarter with a lot of fouling in both teams in and the bonus there. And, uh, you know, like you said, with the injury to uh, Elam, he's been out already uh, this season and back on uh, crutches uh, there today. And uh, a guy that stepped up there when he was injured was Millville, and he did, again, uh, today, uh, getting over the 20-point mark offensively. He, yeah, he is. He is uh, we told him half, but we, a little ball screen action was working, you know, Kind of felt like that was our best situation. Uh, I said, "Kate, go have a half. Uh, you know, because if they go under, shoot it. If they if they don't, attack. And we're going to look high low a little bit with Caden. Um, so, you know, Kate step up. He, he's still still learning the the, the physicality of varsity basketball. Um, you know, I, to be honest, I think Alex Yarhouse. He didn't get to play last night, and I thought I thought yeah. not getting to play. He came in, played played great, played played one of his best games of the year." Yeah, he had a couple of threes mm-hmm. uh, as well, and he ended up getting eight uh, right. on, the, on the day. So, had a yeah. good back door. You yeah, know, he, you know he probably wasn't expecting not to play last night, and he didn't hang his head. He came in, you know, he was real confident on that first three. I didn't necessarily think it was the greatest shot, but he, you know, if, you, if you're feeling it, you knock it down. So we always tell him shoot it when you shoot it when you're open. And uh, you know, I'm I'm happy for Alec to have a little comeback game there. It was also nice to see uh, you guys uh, come back here after uh, last night's loss and uh, to uh, salvage uh, third place uh, here this afternoon uh, as well and at least uh, take home uh, third place here in this uh, competitive tournament uh, once again this year. Yeah, St. Elmo's a really good team. One through yeah. four, I think one through four you saw them give to Andy a really good half. Um, you know, Coach Beasel does some, does some things that really, really hurts us spread us out, makes us play defense on the whole half court. Um, so to get third, you know, after a brutal game last night, the boys didn't hang their head. You know, I was trying to, I was trying to keep them upbeat, kind of say keep it light, but uh, know, also know that this is a really important game for seed. So uh, the boys came out and executed the game plan and got a victory. Really pleased with the third place. And now we kind of turn things to kind of the second half of the year after the conference tournament. 
uh, postseason will be coming up uh, really uh, shortly. So uh, where do you think the team is at uh, here as we kind of get towards the, the end of, of the regular season here? Uh, we're, we're increasing. We're getting better. Um, today was a good thing about the fourth quarter. That, that was good to see how we could handle that, their pressure and their, you know, their quickness. Um, we still turn the ball over a little bit too much, uh, you know, on when we drive. Um, but we're, we're going to keep, we're going to keep getting better. Uh, we're going to, we like Dylan's injury. We're going to figure that out. We you know we got Ben and Ben and Alec and Kate. Kate Dave, Caden Davis stepping in in the starting role again. You know he's done it, so it's not it's not going to be anything different. Uh, we're just going to have to. Everybody's kind of bumped and bruised at this point, so we're just we're just going to have to keep grinding out. Come February, hopefully you know you're nice and healthy by then. And Ben Radel came in and he played a lot there in the second yeah. half with uh, Miller fouling out right uh, there. So he did, he did a good job. He did a good job. He did a good job. Yeah, you know we we knew they had a they had a miss they had mismatches for Ben and Caden, you know, they had to guard guards all day. Yeah. Um, and uh, not necessarily that something that they always do. And I thought they did a good job defensively and then did a good job offensively. All right, Coach. Well, uh, uh, third place in the tournament and uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you again uh, next yeah. week. And, Thank you. Uh, we appreciate you coming up here after you, uh, the game here and we'll let uh, Coach Neberry go and uh, get out of here with uh, third of place here in the NTC tournament. Uh, for Coach John Niebergi and the Altamont Indians. Uh, let's get some uh, stats here. As uh, Millville, uh, I had him down for 22 at the end of the game. And we also have Alex Yarhouse with eight. We also had 11 points uh, from Eli Miller. And we have Ada McManaway with eight points as well. And Radel with a point. And Kata Miller finishes with four as Altamont headquarters of 10, 13, 15, and 16 for their 54 St. Elmo, they had uh, stats that look like this. Josiah Maxey had eight points, or ten points, excuse me. Uh, Colin Maxey finished with 13. Schaub had ten. We also had Brody Mason with uh, nine. And Adam Atwood with a ten, well, with two points uh, as well. So uh, St. Elmo had quarters of 15, 10, 5, and 14 for their 44. So... Altamana comes up and uh, takes third place here in the NTC tournament. Earlier on in the morning, it was a seventh-place game of South Central, winning over Cowdenhair Beecher City of 45-42. And then uh, we had the Constellation Championship. We had North Clay winning over Winston Two Straws of 66-49. So Altamana will take home a third place by taking down a St. Elmo main event tonight. St. Anthony Dietrich should be a heck of a game uh, here later on tonight. And uh, we will definitely be looking forward to uh, that one. Again, uh, the uh, broadcast, uh, don't forget about the two championships uh, tomorrow afternoon on 98.9 The Game. First off, it's uh, the uh, Chiefs against the Ravens at 2 o'clock kickoff. 1 o'clock will kick off our coverage on 98.9. And then the uh, AFC or the NFC Championship game, the Lions and 49ers. And we'll be back on the air here on Jack FM and next week on a Monday as we got the Lady Indians, a big NTC clash. They don't got a lot of games left in the regular season. The seeds will be coming out uh, next week or uh, the 1st of February uh, there. So uh, the uh, regular season title is on the line for the Lady Indians on a Monday. So we'll be there in Indioga. Got coverage for you there. And the boys will come back here and open up kind of the 
late second half of the season against Flora uh, here on Tuesday. And so that's a little schedule uh, update for you here uh, next week. I'd like to thank uh, Carter back in the studio for helping me get on and off the air today. And he's been there all week, so we appreciate uh, that. And uh, for Coach Niebergia for joining me after the uh, uh, couple losses here and the third place game uh, here, as well as thanks to the hospitality for Altamont for putting on another uh, great tournament as well. And uh, so uh, they'll be ready for the NTC Championship later on tonight. So this is Travis Sparks signing off. Have a great rest of your evening and rest of your day today and enjoy sports for the rest of uh, the uh, weekend and it's back to playing the music that we want here on Jack FM and have a, a great rest of your day everybody we put people first at People's Bank and Trust we are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. This has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming.